I'm not that guy, right? You want to explain that to the orphans and the widows of the men you kill? That's what you think. I'm just some crazy asshole going around unloading on whoever I want to. Yeah, huh? that's exactly what I think. Do you think you're anything else? I think that the people I kill need killing. That's what I you think. You left men hanging for meat hooks. They got off easy, in my opinion. You shut up a hospital. Yeah, nobody got hurt or didn't deserve oh, it. Yeah. What, what about you, Frank? What happens the day someone decides you deserve it? I'll tell you what, they better not miss. think so Jim the 1994 Jim Carrey movie oh okay a little bit I just watched it this week because it is turning 25 years old it's fun but it's like the mask is another comic book character apparently the way he started off was like super dark he's like a living cartoon that just goes around murdering people and like when they wanted to make a movie of like well let's make it a comedy and they just made like a weird comedy with Jim Carrey before he became Jim Carrey just like really lighten him up a bit. I think I've seen enough gifts from the movie to have like kind of a moment. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but it's a fun movie. I didn't exist in the nineties. So anything that came out in the nineties that wasn't like Veggie Tales, gospel music, PBS T V shows. I don't know anything. God, that sounds horrible. (laughs) It was a great childhood. I know so much about Jesus Christ and Veggie Tales. I don't know anything about Veggie Tales. Oh my God, you're missing out! It has the best music. You've not heard a Veggie Tales song? Okay. No. Oh my God, Scott, I'm gonna have to show it to you. There are songs about cheeseburgers, manatees, not knowing where your hairbrush is. How does any of that relate to Jesus? It it just does. Okay, actually. That okay, VeggieTales is the reason why I was a diehard Christian for the longest time because I've always been really ticklish, like horrifyingly ticklish. What? Like if you tickle me, I will start screaming. And there's this scene in VeggieTales. It's the Esther episode. I have PTSD from this episode. I remember I was young in the living room watching it. And they can't really depict hell as like eternal fire being burned and tortured because it's for kids. So it's called the eternal, the land of eternal tickling, I think. And it's like the Grim Reaper with a feather who just follows you around for eternity tickling you. And that horrified me as a child. Like if they had depicted like veg, like vegetables being burned alive, I think I would have like been okay with it. But being tickled for eternity, I think I immediately was like, please get me baptized. I'm a Christian now. I think that's why it took me a long time to leave the church, because I didn't want to get tickled for forever. That's Veggie Tales in a nutshell. (laughs) I don't even know how to respond to that. It's really bad, okay? But it's good. It slaps. I have the Jonah, like, Veggie Tales, you know. DVD over there somewhere. The last time I watched it, I think I was really high. That's the only way to watch Veggie Tales. Honestly. How do they how are they even allowed to like give that to children? I don't I don't know. It literally feels like a fever dream. But it slaps. All the music slaps. I once found it all in German too. It's very good. Is Veggie Tales 
like watching VeggieTales as a kid, is that what got you to in a led to your enjoyment of kids bop as an adult? I think so, because I think like VeggieTales, I mean like it's all like singing vegetables. That's what kids bop is, because those kids aren't human. <laughs> they're not real. Like they are all literal vegetables. Like they're just like one second away from a coma. Because they're not real. They're all going to be addicts as soon as they hit, like, 15. Yeah, that sounds all right. I mean, it's not Christian. Well, they have, like, a Christmas album. But they also have a Jewish album, which they took off Spotify. They kept all the other holiday ones, but I think they took the Hanukkah one off. Very suspicious, Kids Bop. Triple parentheses, Kids Bop. (laughs) (laughs) Kids Bop does not support bds i don't know (laughs) i don't know all i can say is i've definitely seen kids bop in concert and i have seen those children and there's no life in their eyes that's so sad i don't know how we started talking about kids bop well i've never seen the mask derailed my segue that was gonna lead into what you were talking about this week but it doesn't matter (laughs) because it was way better than anything i had to say Look, grow up Christian in the South. It'll change your life forever. Well, should we uh I'll get the podcast started? <laughs> All that has to stay in. Like that has to. That just explains more of your character. It's, it's uh it's lore, backstory it, it's, and it lore. It is Catherine lore. Yeah. All right. It's officially the second episode of cancel club we're still doing this thing. yes um i'm really proud of us for deciding to keep doing this yeah we we survived the first week it's been a hell of a week yes we're still going so i'm Catherine. i'm scott this week we're doing a like a weird split episode so we're gonna cancel like, two things yeah second weekend we're already fucking up the format because <laughs> <laughs> We have things to say, but, like, not enough for each thing to last that long. Yeah, and I think everyone wants to learn a little bit more about what makes us mad. Yeah, and my topic this week is just something that I just started thinking about was getting mad. That I get mad about frequently. A lot. Yeah, so. Why don't you kick off? What are you canceling, Yeah, no no smooth segue. I'm just going to get right into it. This week I wanted to start off talking about The Punisher. And how just, like, the usage of the logo by police and military is scary and terrible. And just the character in general is uh, probably someone that needs to go away for the betterment of society. Because Mm -hmm. clearly people do not have enough critical understanding to handle the character, really. I think overall, I think just from, like, an educational standpoint, we've really a lot of people don't have the tools to like critically examine a lot of like pop culture fictional characters yeah. and they can't all. look at it at any deeper than surface level like i did with the punisher when i was like 11 years old i was yeah. like oh he looks cool and was, there's like the, his name is the punisher that was like just as deep logo. as it would go and then like as i got older and kind of realized like oh this is just like not good especially the way it was adopted by people the people mm-hmm. that like them are bad but. like police military and just like the overall blue lives matter crowd right like, even people who aren't like police officers anyone who's like a blue lives matter die hard 
person is like the Punisher is good and he's the avatar for everything I believe in. When like really the Punisher exists as a character who believes the police and the justice system have failed and so he's just murdering anyone who commits not even I guess shouldn't even just say commits but like he suspects of committing just any crime. Like there's no everything's just black and white with him it's like there's no in-between or moral ambiguity or levels of how bad No something. gray areas. No gray area. Everything is just like, oh, you did one thing wrong, you're dead. So what do you know about the Punisher besides that he's a character? I know. Okay, so I've seen a few episodes of season two of Daredevil. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, season one slapped. I didn't get the same vibes from season one. You just... I don't know, Fisk? How can you, like, no care, no villain can live up to that. But yeah. anyway. Vincent D'Onofrio is a show stealer. Like, he's, Daredevil season one slaps. But season two, I think I watched, like, maybe the first and second episode. And the Punisher is clearly set up as the villain. Because, you know, Daredevil is also a vigilante. But he seems to have some sort of, like, moral compass who feels conflicted about his status as vigilante. Right, he's got that hard Catholic guilt. Yeah, and versus, and he also has like a very clear idea of like who deserves punishment versus the Punisher, who is the clear villain. It also is like there to challenge the Daredevil right. and his sense of like, I'm a good vigilante. Bring him to the dark side, kind of. But like very clearly right out of the gate, like your image of the Punisher is just like ruthlessly annihilating people, torturing them, just like very much like the image of someone who just like shows up and just shoots without really thinking about like who he's shooting at, and he's just very much like, I say they're evil, therefore they are evil. Right. And that's kind of all I know about him, and also that cops love the Punisher. Like, they love the Punisher a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Just that's all I know. super scary. Terrifying. His name is literally the Punisher. He's a Marvel villain. He's... Became an anti-hero later on. But yeah, he did start off as a villain in Spider-Man in 1973. Like, he was, he was, he was created by Jerry Conway as a former Marine who uh, pursues his own brand of justice. Targeting criminals he believes are outside of the law. And so in his first appearance, he tackles, he goes after Spider-Man, who believes is just a vigilante and a bad guy. After that, he, like, grew in popularity, like, right away. And then he got his own series later on in the 80s that um, is really what kind of, like, sparked interest in, like, servicemen. Later on, as it grew, like, they were started to, like, love him. Like, they liked the weapons he used and, like, his attitude. At, especially after 9-11, like, he was really adopted by servicemen or, like, using the logo. Like, in, um, in Chris Kyle's the American Sniper autobiography, he talked about how they liked him because he righted wrong and killed bad guys. And so, like, they would spray paint the logo over their Hummers and body armor and helmets and everything to, like, let people know, like, we're here to fuck with you, like, you know. And, like, obviously because the military and the police are so, you know, intertwined in America, that usage sort of bled into the police forces, adopted the symbol... That's just 
it's all me- just messed up. I mean, the whole point of him is that he's above and outside the law, right? Right. And which is says a lot about police culture, where like their whole logo is like we are the law, but their cultural avatar is I'm outside and above the law, and I. I don't have to respect it and I can punish whoever I want to if I think that they deserve well, punishment. It's like they feel like being a police officer is like their job is to like take care of the bad guys and that's just like they just want to just get rid of them like anyone just should just die right over. It's like so this guy like really like amped up after like the Black Lives Matter movement sprung up and then of course the counter Blue Lives Matter bullshit propaganda campaign happening and so now you'll see punisher logos and like decals on people's car with like the blue lives matter thin blue line flag or whatever inside a punisher logo and to me that's like the most terrifying thing ever to see yeah it's horrifying i mean obviously the police military is already horrifying as it is i mean they're just straight up being like yeah this is who we are this is who we are. I mean, even in uh, 2017, there's a the police in Kentucky, uh, Cattlesburg, Kentucky, was trying to get the logo actually on their squad cars. That's like terrifying. The community came for them to like, were like, no, they were just outraged. Like, you cannot do that. So is this like the cops Harry Potter then? To like Harry Potter is to liberals, the Punisher is to cops. Like they can only like see themselves through the lens of this like fictional character well, every world. every cop wants to be judge dread or the punisher i mean they're like yeah. the same except judge dread is a cop who is also the punisher i don't know anything about uh, judge dread the carl urban movie is kind of cool but it's just the raid with more okay. interesting effects it's just i don't know i just am i just hate it and like the punisher is not a good character for people like nobody should look up to this guy He's create like even the creator said like he's is an anti-hero. He's a critique of like the justice system. Because people can't look any deeper into a character, they're just like we they just see him as cool and I don't know. It's just frustrating to me. And there's I mean there's been a recent controversy with the St. Louis Police Department, right? Right. So like an officer was uh, it start investigated for usage of the logo, and um, because the police chief said that it goes against their mission to protect life, property, and achieve a peaceful society. Where, I mean, like that's not really the police's mission. We all know that, but I his point is still valid. Like it's not something they should be using, and it is a good thing that he recognized that and brought that up. But then, in like retaliation, the president of the local police union there uh tried to get people to post punisher logo in solidarity with this officer that was being investigated it's like that's just terrifying i don't know how else to describe it besides terrifying yeah they view the symbol as like a war this a, a symbol of the war against people who hate law enforcement yeah it's like which to them is literally anyone they see like first of all all non-white people first of all but it really i think when you see a punisher logo being represented on the police it's really them just saying 
I have every right to determine who deserves punishment, just me, myself, because I represent this ability. Like, I know what is evil, and if I think you're evil for literally just existing, then I have every right to just kill you. That's really just what it represents to me. Just these, like, grown-ass men who have the ability to just shoot whoever and get away with it are like, my hero is the Punisher. And the thing is, too, I think, like, I kind of remember when the Punisher TV show came out. I feel like there was a lot of, like, mixed feelings about it. Like, some people, I think, were really, like, the Punisher, like, is so cool. I really like that character. And then I feel like there was also a lot of, like, I don't know if we should be, like, giving him in a whole TV show. I couldn't watch the show. I can't do anything with that character anymore. I heard some people like it because they liked how it dealt with um, PTSD. Mm-hmm. I don't, that's not enough for me to want to watch a show about the main characters, just a mass murder. It depends. I don't know. It could depend on the character, but it's it doesn't seem like a deep enough examination for me to want to watch the show. But I mean, at this point, I think the Punisher has been so co-opted by police, I don't know if it's salvageable anymore. Well, I mean, at, to the point where now it's, like, just spilled even deeper into just, like, conservatives, where I showed you this product of a Punisher Trump hat, where it's the Punisher skull with Trump's hair on it. We're going to put it on our Twitter, and uh, because there, it's... I think you were trying to, like, describe it to me, and it's really only something you can see visually. Because well, it's, like... I think it's already on our Twitter. Yeah, it it's is on, on our Twitter. I, I tweeted it out as yeah, I was looking. Yeah, and I put it on our Twitter. Yeah, it's... I mean, because they... I think in some way, they also see Donald Trump as the Punisher. Well, the, the description f- for the product says... I'll just read this whole quote from Please the website. Do says the Clinton crime family, cronyism, taxes, unemployment, Democrat collusion with Russia, fake news, voter fraud. What do all these have in common? They are all being exposed, punished, and eliminated by President Trump and his administration. Punisher Punisher Trump is not afraid of confrontation, and he takes no prisoners. Punisher Trump is taking all these villains in his quest to make America great again. Will you join him? I don't know what to say. That's how deep this has gone. Like, it's really beyond police and military now. Yeah, or it's part of it's deep in that, like, right wing culture. Yeah, it is. No, it's it's gone too far, and that's why, like, I personally think I think I might have even said this to you like years ago. I think Marvel should retire the character. Yeah, they obviously won't because he's too popular and brings in too much money for them but like i mean i saw a very valid twitter take that was like i am waiting for marvel to because you know marvel disney a lot of these they have a lot of copyright law copyright lawyers that they will use whenever they see someone using their logo they have not said i don't think they've said anything about cops using their logos on cars like i feel like that would be a very clear infringement on their copyright i mean even that just that existence of that trump hat that's obviously not a licensed product no but i i 
I'm I don't know I don't think they're ever go because they probably it's like, free advertising yes for them. it is exactly it's free advertising for them and them alienating every cop every blue people lives that matter. like the character the fans That's of the character not gonna be good for their business I mean because they had him like semi retired in the eighties like I guess story wise he was just put in jail so like shelved the character but then like. Some people wanted to bring him back, and then with his return in his own solo series, that's what led to like his boom in popularity, leading to where we are today. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that if Marvel brought them to some sort of lawsuit for using it, Donald Trump would 100% at Marvel on Twitter and like start a war with them. Oh, probably. I don't even. I don't really know how that would go, but. I feel like he would, like, straight up just, like, nuke Marvel headquarters. Or all the Proud Boys would show up there or something. Oh, God. That's probably going to happen, like, next week. <laughs> probably. Just going to happen next week just because there's going to be a female Thor in a movie. People are oh, lose the, yeah, there shit. will be a riot. Yeah. I mean, I really do think, like, police already love Donald Trump. And I think that's why they see the Punisher in him. And I think, like... I really do think at this point, like, they're not going to retire the character. No. But I don't, I think the character, you have to reach a point where you understand exactly what that character has come to represent. Well, I, I mean, just don't think it can be it can be salvaged at all. About two weeks ago in Punisher number 13, they kind of addressed this stuff a little bit with, there's a a scene where the Punisher interacts with a couple of cops who are like, we love you, like, we believe in you, you know? And he tells them, like, he, here's a quote from the comic. He says, I'll say this once, we're not the same. You took an oath to uphold the law. You help people. I gave that all up a long time ago. You don't do what I do. Nobody does. You boys need a role model. His name is Captain America, and he'd be happy to say to have you. But they probably think Captain America is some weak, effeminate cuck. <laughs> like, they probably do not look up to Captain America at mm. all. I mean, maybe, they, but I don't think They probably do, so. but in a different way. In a di- I don't know. I really, like, can't see them idolizing Captain America the same way they idolize the Punisher. But I do kind of like how recently the comics have kind of addressed this whole police adoption of the logo thing. But do they, like, I don't think they read the comics. I don't even think no, they, they don't. watch the TV they show. They couldn't tell you much about it. They just, no. they just know him surface level and know the, what the logo is and like that's it. I mean, what's the likelihood most of them just think the name and the logo are cool and yeah. that's or it. Or they saw the movie from like the early 2000s. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, he's just like like Charles Bronson in Death Wish, you know? It's, that's exactly who the character yeah. is. His family dies, and he just goes on a murder spree, killing criminals and stuff. Except I think I think um, Charles Bronson in those movies was more racist and sexist than The Punisher. <laughs> so more like cops, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't have a cool logo like The Punisher that's has. That's right. So I really only the think symbol. it's because he has the, the logo. Yeah. I think they are just like hard for the logo, and they want it. The conclusion here is if you have a thin blue line Punisher decal in your car, you should be locked away from society. You're a terrorist, you're basically. You're a ter- terrorist, yes. And you're canceled. The Punisher is canceled. You're yes. canceled. All cops are canceled. Obviously. That's it. Yeah. 
Yeah, not a lot to go into except talk about how the Punisher sucks. People that like the Punisher suck, and Marvel yeah. sucks for not fucking addressing We're, it. We'll get into Marvel soon. That's oh, gonna will. happen soon. Uh, anyway, let's take a quick break before we get into the next subject of this week's episode. Let's do it. Cool. back and Catherine I'm gonna throw it to you to address our next topic because you have the most experience oh I have some experience all right all right where do you, you all right go I off. would like to cancel a Minnesota favorite actually just a favorite amongst most liberal people people i would say probably just most people in general it's very beloved but it's especially a minnesota icon because it's a minnesota company and that would be target which i actually worked at target for almost a year as uh just like a retail hourly employee in their clothing department so i feel like if anyone has the ability to cancel target it's me because everyone loves Target. Their most recent corporate event in the Target Center, they had like the whole cast of Queer Eye, Christy Teigen, a bunch of celebrities there to just represent the brand, represent just like how hip and cool and fun Target is. There are graphic tees that just say, I love Target that people definitely do buy because I worked in the clothing department and I just watched people buy them. And I'm like, why do you love this store? Why are you standing a corporation? People love, love, love Target. And people to me would be like, oh, you work at Target, that's so cool. I'm like, this working in Target is literal hell. It was one of the worst jobs I ever had. Um, but before we go into that, let's just talk about Target in general. So Target is a Minnesota company, but it has tons of locations throughout the United States. I know that I'm originally from Georgia, and where I'm from in Georgia, there's one really nearby, um, and they kind of tend to be in Georgia at least more in like the wealthier areas. Um, but in Minnesota, they're everywhere. Just everywhere. We have super targets, regular targets, target expresses. Those are popping up like crazy now. Crazy, crazy. They're like just a CVS size. I mean, the University of Minnesota campus, when they opened that target. Was that the ex- first target express? It was the first target express, and the CVS pharmacy really close by like went out of business. Well, now CVSs are inside target. Yep. They're the pharmacies yep. that are in target. So they've just absorbed it. Yeah. Um, and so it's just grown like crazy. Um, it started out as a part of the Dayton Corporation. Um, the first Target was in Roseville, Minnesota, which is just a sub- Minneapolis suburb. That's the one I used to shop at when I lived in the quarry. I could have gone to the quarry Target, but that wasn't a full super Target and wasn't as good. So I would drive the extra couple miles to the one in Roseville. Yep. Because... 
That one was better. I mean, super targets are massive. And the way that they're remodeling them now is to make them look like Nordstrom's. Like, the current super targets um, just straight up are very modern. Mm -hmm. Lots of white, lots of lights, lots of wood paneling. The the grocery area kind of looks more like a Whole Foods type. Or Lunds and Byerly's almost. And over the years, I think Target's main marketing strategy has been marketing itself to wealthy suburbanites as a classy alternative to Walmart. Because that's a huge thing a lot of people say. Like, Walmart is just so, like, trashy. Like, Target is classy just because it, you know, it looks nicer the way that they model everything. And it's also super neoliberal in that they're super good about their optics. And that... Target has very good optics. Super good optics. Very nice aesthetic like you just don't see people criticizing target like they do walmart like everything about target is like oh they use like diverse models they like their new thing is um halloween costumes that are um compatible with wheelchairs which it's all good to have things that are inclusive and diverse but no one really wants to talk about how this corporation is weaponizing social justice just to make money and is exploiting their workers in the process. So, like, if you if you dig up deeper than the surface, Walmart and Target are pretty similar. I mean, any company that will not let its workers use unionize deserves to die. Because I remember when I was working there, Everyone that I worked with, what's so crazy about retail is um, just everyone there is so class conscious. Like, they don't necessarily, like, have the vocabulary of, like, Twitter woke communists. But, like, they understand because every day we're being exploited and treated like shit. And so everyone there would always be like, oh, Catherine, you're going to start a strike today, kind of like joking, because everyone knew that's what I talked about all the time. And I remember I was like, man, we got to start a union. And someone was like, you better be quiet because you're going to get fired if you keep talking like that. And they were like, you didn't miss all the like union is bad propaganda and your orientation. And it's like everything about it is like you cannot unionize any company that will not let its workers unionize. How can you? How can you support them? But Target is just so fucking bad. It makes me want to scream. And Minnesotans and just people in general love Target. And just a a few experiences from working there. Um, One day, um, our the maintenance guy like made a mistake in the freezer area. And a bunch of Freons spilled out into the store, and it was really close to where I worked. And everyone in my department started exhibiting signs of Freon poisoning. Um, So, like, dizziness, nausea, confusion. Like, we were all fucked up. Because people would, they would show up and start working, and they'd be like, why do I feel so sick? And we'd be like, yeah, there was a bunch of Freons spilled into the air. And the manager was considering shutting down the store for the day, but decided they would much rather meet their profit goal. They would much rather make money. And so they had employees, like, keeled over, gagging, feeling sick, like, 
all of us being like we we're gonna die and we were like can we go to the doctor and they're like well if you do you'll still get penalized for just like leaving like you're we're not just like gonna like excuse you to leave even though we were all sick and miserable and it was horrible that was one example and you can't do anything about that because you don't have a union that no. can be like can fight for your safe no. working conditions like if at my work if something like that was happening we would be throwing a fit about it and there's like no way that would not be taken care of immediately or people wouldn't be allowed to leave and go to the doctor if they are sick nothing happened nothing happened and i was i worked there much longer after that incident not and nothing came up from that nothing like it was so it was so awful and that was just one of many examples so target has been their goal is to increase their minimum wage by 15 dollars by 2020 which i think is them just preempting the minneapolis their minneapolis is raging slowly but surely their minimum wage to 15 so they're marketing it as like we're so progressive we're better than walmart we're raising our minimum wage i remember there was an article that came out a few months ago just kind of like praising them for that and talking about they're all good yeah. and i just sent it to you because of what you've told me about this what and what you were told in meetings about this raising of the minimum of the yeah. wage i mean they're really i i mean they're gonna i mean they're a minneapolis company they're gonna have to raise our minimum wage anyway but what they don't tell you is that all of our hours were getting cut like crazy. And they were specifically doing it so that the usual full-time people would not access their benefits. I work with people who had families who were crying every day because they were like, I can't feed. I remember this one woman saying like, I have a baby. Are you telling me they're gonna go hungry? And management just being like, I can't really do anything about it. And a manager to my face was just like, mask off. Uh, yeah, so raising all of your wages to $15 an hour is really expensive for the company. So we're going to have to cut your hours to compensate for it. I'm like, the CEO literally makes like $17 million a year. Fuck you. And it was like, they were straight up just like, you're expensive. And I'm like... If all of us stop working, Target would make no money. No corporation wants to pay for labor. No. They view it as just a waste of money. And something that really tipped me over the edge towards the end of working there is so I worked in the apparel, which was then called Soft Lines. Um, and so I worked with like all the clothing departments, shoes, accessories. And they decided to like hella rebrand. They're like, you're no longer soft lines. Now we're apparel and accessories. And instead of soft lines employees, now they were gonna start calling us style advocates, which one of my coworkers was rightfully like, what the fuck? Because advocate is usually used in like social justice, social work settings. Like she was like, I was a domestic abuse, like victims advocate. And you're telling me I'm a style advocate? Like, you're, like... But also, what does style advocate even know. fucking mean? I was like, okay, I literally wear, like, red shirt and khakis. What style am I advocating? Right. Like, this I'll looks disgusting. None of us look stylish. I'm advocating for you to wear, like, sweatshop labor $10 t-shirts that say Ad avocado holic like <laughs> what that's what i'm advocating for and so they were like okay 
So Softline's employees, now you're style advocates. Instead of just like stocking shelves, now you're also doing things like recommending clothing to people, doing things that people who work on commission, because I've worked on commission and clothing settings before. They wanted us to work like people who work on commission. But without the commission. Without the commission. And also they were like, we're cutting all of your, your hours, all of us. And none of the rest of the store and the other departments were getting their hour cuts. So not only were they changing our job title, changing our responsibilities, they were also going to cut all of our hours and not pay us more. And I just remember they were like, well, if you want more hours, go work in another department. And that just doesn't work for some people who had set hours because the people would have set hours so they could be with their kids at night. And they're like, well, if you want other hours, you're going to have to work until midnight. And that's just not feasible for some people. And that was just in my department. And they were doing this all in the name of they want to turn Target into basically a Macy's or a Nordstrom, somewhere where you're being catered to. And that isn't just like us milling in the background, like I'm supposed to cater to your every need, as if I need to get yelled at by people who shop at Target more. Because someone who works in retail too, all the people who work in Target just who love Target, I mean, just need to meet one fucking retail employee. Because I just, like, every day there, it was, like, everyone just being, like, suicidal constantly. And I would like to talk about a little something called the Target subreddit. Ooh. Uh, this is our new segment, Tales from the Subreddit. Tales from the Subreddit. Making that up on the fly right We should now. definitely, like, highlight some... Oh, this is our relationships. I should go back. I do love <laughs> our relationships. It's so bad. It's so good. It makes me feel better about myself sometimes. Okay. Um, our, our Target. So our Target is a subreddit that's just for Target employees. And I definitely learned that, like, management definitely, like, surveils the subreddit like crazy. And, um, uh, like, I know they do. They read all the posts. But, like, every single post is someone just, like, extremely suicidal. It's like, this post is just someone, like, I look at my schedule. My next four shifts are 5.5 hours. Someone, like, crying people talking about policy, people talking about like their managers being terrorists, talking about, we're not allowed to say customers, they're all guests, guests being terrorists. I don't even work at Target anymore, but I still feel like a sense of solidarity with the people there. Um, It's just like anyone who loves Target, just go on the subreddit and read all the people. Occasionally you'll see someone be like, I like my job, but most people are like very much trapped there. Because I know people who work at Target. Um, I knew someone who worked at Target for almost like 30 years. And I don't think their wage ever exceeded $15. And that's insane. Because you, you can't even live off $15. No, that's not a like, living wage. They're advocating for it now still. And what was the thing that was like this week? said the House passed a measure to um, raise the, the minimum wage from Two fifteen dollars an hour by like twenty twenty five, and my reaction, everyone else's reaction was like, "This is a fucking joke." Yeah, like it, we're beyond fifteen dollars an hour. Like we've been fighting for that for so long, it's not even. And a living by twenty twenty five, it's gonna like be even worse. Six years from now, that's yeah, terrible. No, and that's so it's like I know people who've given like thirty years of their life to Target, 
And they were like, I don't know if I can find another job because I get benefits through Target. I mean, barely. They're trapped. They're trapped. That's how these corporations work is they keep you in a precarious situation where you can't really find another job. Because I remember when I finally quit, they were like, where are you going to work? They were trying to get out of me exactly which company I was going to go to. And I was like, no, I'm not telling you because I know what you're trying to do. Because I put it in my 40, I like the first time I worked... Like, when I started working there, I was in grad school, and it drove me insane because I kept telling them, I'm in grad school, you cannot schedule me 40 hours a week. And they were like, yeah, we can. And it literally drove me insane where I had to take time off from school because I was both in grad school full-time and working in this retail hell full-time, and they just did not care. They just don't care. And I think that's something people don't understand about retail just jobs in general management does they don't see you as human so when people are going on about how target is so progressive target is so like they support like diversity inclusion i want you to think about every fucking worker who works at target that is suicidal constantly who can barely afford i know most of the people i worked with don't have health insurance because even though they work there like enough, they still don't get the benefits because what do they do? They keep everyone just under 40 hours a week. So I know people who are there who would be like, I'm really sick. And they'd be like, can you go to the doctor? And they're like, I don't have health insurance. So they'd be at work literally dying. So you have people who are suicidal. And on top of that too, another issue in retail is um, customers will just come up to you and just start screaming. And management rarely ever intercedes on your behalf. If anything, they expect you to do it. Because I worked, when I worked on commission at um, another place, another clothing store. That'll be unnamed? Columbia Sportswear. <laughs> Fuck that place. Their location closed down. Oh, yeah. They're not even there anymore anyway. No. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, there's still one in the Mall of America, but fuck them too. Um, like, I would get sexually harassed constantly. I was flashed there. I had men, like, inappropriately, like, touch me, ask my phone number, say extremely sexist things to me. And management would, like, mo- my mostly male management would just, like, not do anything. And they did it because the men that would sexually harass me would oftentimes, like, I know that this was their thinking. Because they would sexually harass me, but they would buy shit. The men that would sexually harass me would buy shit because they knew it held some sort of power over me because they knew it was getting me commission. And it was like so disgusting how I would just be so degraded. I mean, a common thing that would happen to me is I would be on the floor and men would be like, yeah, I want to see what this jacket looks like on you because I think my girlfriend is the same size. They would just like have me try and clothes for them and take pictures of me. And I was like, maybe they are using this to show their girlfriend but also i think it's really weird that like and i felt like i was in a position where i couldn't say no because if i did i felt like my management they would not be understanding of me saying no to that if anything that kind of was expected from us so how i feel about target and retail in general is like no one should stand a corporation like if you buy shit at target fine i still sometimes go to target because out of convenience um but like stop standing them they're not good and also even if they are like diverse and inclusive but they're only doing that to make money and y'all are buying into it 
it's so easy for them to just be like we're feminist and you're like yes here's all my money now the ceo of target makes even more money while all of the hourly workers suffer that's all i have to say (laughs) fuck target (laughs) yeah that was a pretty impassioned speech i mean it's just like I definitely, my era of working in in retail is over. Like, now I'm just going to go work in office jobs and die in a different way. Yeah, now you're working in a different kind of hell. Yeah. But But it's like, I think, like, retail is just, like, it's so hard on you. You're not allowed to sit most of the time. You're standing. That's so bad on your body to just be standing. You have to do so much labor. And then if you think about, like, for eight hours, you're on your feet, running up and down ladders. A lot of people can't afford, like, to eat enough food every day. And it's just, like, when I was there, people's mental health was, like, on the brink. Like, you just go to this subreddit, and it's all people who need therapy. But guess who doesn't have health insurance to go to therapy? Target employees who aren't, like, in corporate. My current job is very stressful physically and mentally, but there are also benefits for part-time and full-time employees and also mental health services through our work that we can go through too. And like, there are signs all over the place for like, if you're feeling depression or even suicidal or anything, like who to contact for. Like they, those things exist in my work where obviously they clearly don't at Target or other retail places no i mean i just genuinely i remember one day i came into work and everyone would talk about how like you would feel fine but as soon as you showed up to work you auto you just felt sick and like for someone who were me who already has a bad immune system i want i showed up to work one morning at like 7 a.m and i started getting a panic attack which is very rare for me like i don't i don't think i've got panic attacks since i was like in middle or high school um and i started getting a panic attack where i couldn't breathe and i started getting really sick and the manager told me to go sit in a fitting room and wait for it to pass and i started i was in a fitting room yeah like not even like go to like the break room or anything sit in the fitting room and wait for it to pass and i started throwing up because the anxiety was so bad and they were like I guess you should leave because I was like throwing up in the fitting room with like people around and they were like maybe you should just like wait or so I was like no I need like medical I need to go home and rest or I need medical attention because I was so sick that I, I like started throwing up in the parking lot I could barely make it to my car and they were like why don't you just like wait for it to pass I would show up there sick all the time. And I was sick because of that place, because they overwork you. And also when you're stressed, as stressed as retail workers are, your immune system can't handle it. And I just like have found very little humanity in management in retail. I mean, in general, managers are bad, but like in retail, I feel like all they care about is meeting their quota. So what I learned very on early on for me is I am not cut off for retail at all. I the, the only like real retail job I had lasted like six months before I was out, because I had worked, I had worked at like a gas station liquor store like in high school and early college, and those were, you know, not those are I don't consider as like real retail. Mm-hmm. It's like when you get to like a, 
a store where you're dealing with like certain people karens <laughs> as the subreddit calls them is that really what they do on target yeah and our target they're called karens like okay yeah Karen. okay yeah that's i learned i don't have the patience or energy for those type of people because i worked at a store that caters to wealthy white people in a wealthy very very wealthy white neighborhood and the stress for me was we're like a four-hour shift felt like an eight-plus-hour shift. Yep. I mean, everyone I worked with there was... Even the management was nice. Everyone I worked with there was really great. But I couldn't handle the customers. I think something that isn't talked about enough is how people, they'll go into a retail store and they just feel entitled to exploit workers and i think it's because they feel that permission from management well, they don't view workers also as human no they are a tool for them to get what they need i mean what message is it where you can come to a store and start screaming at someone and management does nothing the message is it's not only are we not going to do anything about it it's actually okay for you to do this and that was every day and i'm sure you experienced that with just like people coming up to me and screaming at me for no reason i've been called like a bitch i've been called like every bad word you can think of i've been screamed at like and management just doesn't do anything and it says a lot about yeah culture and how we collectively feel about workers that people just feel no guilt about doing that to people no empathy like i've straight up seen customers yell at people like at workers until they cry and they just have no you they just look dead in their eyes and if anything they probably like get off on it and i think like that kind of environment exists like it doesn't just come from customers it comes from management it comes from corporation it comes from a disdain of of labor and so i think like when you walk into a target really need in any retail store any store just like ask yourself like is the treatment of the workers i see around me worth supporting this store basically i mean i think that i do think that's going to be hard because I feel like workers at every store are treated bad. Yeah, every store. So I think if, like, when you're... Because no one can just, like, not go to the store. Yeah, it's but when, you, when you do, show, have some empathy. Empathy. Like... Don't sh- stand the corporation. Well, show some patience, understanding yeah. for, like, you know, things. Just the people. Know that the people working there are people. And, like treat them properly just respect don't be an asshole yeah and also like support the workers don't like target stop standing them don't say i love target don't love corporations they have no love for you they have no respect for you they're easily conning all of us don't love them period well great i was mad I'm not mad anymore. I'm going to read the Target subreddit and feel empathy for my fellow Target workers. Your, um, your comrades. They are my comrades. So I'm forever change. Should we get into our next segment, the bad take of the week? Bad take of the week. 
Yes, I do think we should talk about it. Um, I think this is, it's a very short Twitter take. Um, it's also a great follow-up to our last episode. So this tweet comes from Miss, Mrs. Elizabeth, she's married, right? Yeah, I think so. I should probably know these things. Um, from Elizabeth Warren. The subject of our first episode. Yes. Um, and this is in response to the send them back tweets from Donald Trump. And Elizabeth Warren tweeted, let's be very clear, at real Donald Trump's tweets were racist. Persist at Speaker Pelosi, persist, hashtags she persisted. So first of all, I think there was this clip of Elizabeth Warren that maybe we could play just like a little bit from where she they are trying to get her to say Donald Trump is racist and she like won't do it. Okay, we'll put it in right here. Yeah. Is the president is the president racist? Look at his remarks. He's made racist remarks and he's been racially hateful to people. That's what matters. But is he racist? I, I don't have to look at his heart. That's not the point. He behaves. Look at what he's done. It's racist. What he's done over and over and over. It's not the first time. Because like they're trying to get her to say it and she just keeps like footing around it. But the thing that really like about this, okay, so Donald Trump's tweets were directed at four women of color. Why is she telling Speaker Pelosi to persist? Why is she the one that needs to persist? And first of all, Speaker Pelosi is the one that got these congresswomen in there in the first place. She's been the one throwing them under the bus since the beginning, especially Ilhan Omar. She's been like she and House Democrats are specifically trying to get like AOC out. Donald Trump wouldn't even be aware of the squad if Nancy Pelosi hadn't brought them to his attention. No. So why is Elizabeth Warren calling immediately for supporting Speaker Pelosi? It took her only until three days ago to tweet, I stand with Ilhan Omar. Her first tweets were, didn't even address Ilhan Omar at all in regarding to the, like, the chance at the rally. Like, she's been very, she just doesn't want to call him racist directly. And she also is like, I think, purposely trying to distance herself from the quote-unquote squad and i think this is her allying herself with pelosi over those four women is extremely telling bad take bad take very bad take i didn't even see this one until you brought it up to me today i was like hate reading her twitter account (laughs) i think i like everything i don't subject myself to that kind of i have a i have brain worms and i just like need to be mad like, I could go on Twitter and read good takes, which I do sometimes, and I'm like, I want to find the bad takes. I want to be mad. <laughs> and this made me kind of like, this is y'all's icon? Okay. Also, shout out to Cardi B. Yeah. Shout for, out to Cardi B. having good takes. Good takes. Cardi B has good takes lately. All right. So. I think that wraps up our second You heard episode. it here first. Uh, the Punisher and Target. Both canceled. Cardi B, cool. Not canceled. Not canceled. <laughs> that's that's what we're going with. So, um, how do we end this thing again? Do we say where we are? I'd say we say, um, so thanks for listening, and stay tuned for next week, where we cancel Disney. Whoa. All right. Follow and Cancel Club on Twitter. Uh You'll find us through there, too. Bye.